Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. All you got to do for your podcast is make great content, attract a big audience, and then profit. (laughs) Yeah, if only it were so easy. Listen up. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. You're podcasting for a reason. Yesterday, I asked for the reasons why you podcast. And thank you, by the way, Nobilis. Nobilis was the only one that applied, replied publicly why he produces a podcast. But for a lot of podcasters, and specifically a lot of my clients who are now getting into podcasting, a lot of all these investors that are looking at podcasting, they're thinking that the model I just said was, was true. A, you make great content. B, you attract a large audience to that content. And C, you make a pile of money. And I guess technically, that's true. Of course, that's true about just about every sort of media-focused business. Same thing holds true for authors, movie studios, bands and singers. Make great content, attract a big audience, and you will profit. Right. Don't disagree. Perfectly and totally true. The problem is, that's what happens. That's not a business plan. Better stated, that's the best possible outcome. That's not a plan. (laughs) That's kind of what happens. Those are the steps that you take, but how you get there is really difficult, in all honesty, at all three of those stages. It's hard to do. And I want to break that down for you, the working podcaster, who probably gets it, but let's have a conversation about it. Step one, make great content. Okay, no problem there. It's so easy to make great content. If it's so easy to make great content, why isn't there more of it? Not content, plenty of content. Why isn't there more good content? Why does Sturgeon's Law hold true? Because most people aren't set out to make great content. They may have that in mind, but they find quickly, especially in the podcasting world, that it's a whole lot more difficult to make great content than say you're going to make great content. It takes more time. It takes more money, it takes more planning, it takes more people, it takes an understanding of what's happening. It's not easy to make great content. In fact, I suggest to you, out of all of the things I'm going to mention here, it is the single most complicated and difficult to achieve, which sort of sets everything up for a big problem when you can't make great content. 
So you have to make great content. And again, time, energy, money, planning, all of that goes into it. You have to be willing, again, if you want this to be your big plan, you have to be willing to fund the great content creation. You have to be able to come up with the great content ideas and then execute against those ideas. I promise you it's more challenging than many of you think. So step one, make great content, not without its own challenges. So make sure that you're ready ready for that. Number two, attract a big audience. Well, now, in all honesty, if you make really great content, this second part's pretty easy to do. Well, relatively speaking. But it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. Because attracting a big audience with your great content assumes that the place you're putting your great content has a receptive audience just waiting for the next big, great piece of content. Well, we don't have that in podcasting. In case you missed the memo, podcasting is non-centralized. It is distributed. Yes, a significant number of people do use the Apple Podcast ecosystem to listen to content and Some of them use it to discover content. But that still doesn't mean your great content is going to be discovered when you put it on that platform. Just like every other industry that relies on media to make money, it takes a certain amount of marketing, promotion, advertising, and other efforts on your part, on someone's part, to really raise the overall awareness of these shows. Audiences won't come flocking to you. If you build it, they will probably not come. Probably not. Word of mouth is hard to break into. There isn't one key person. There are some things you can do. Absolutely, this is a solvable problem. But just like the make great content problem takes money, resources, So does this. So does attracting a big audience. But let's say that you've done both of those things. You've made great content and you've got a big audience. Now you profit. Simple. Done. A plus B equals C. Well, that's not true. A plus B when you'll be able to do C. Well, here's the challenge with that. There are good news first. More ad dollars are flowing into podcasting, and that typically is the... One of the best ways, one of the most common ways people monetize their show is by running ads, getting sponsors to the program. You've attracted that big audience, and therefore people want to put their name associated with that. Great, one option. Two, you can actually directly monetize the people that are listening. You can sell your merch, much as bands have been doing for the longest time. You can even make premium content available. New services like Glow are coming to the market and others that have existed for a while with patronage continues, that audience will start paying you sometimes to directly access the content if you go down the luminary rat hole. Very possible. Very possible to do that if you've got really big, a really big audience and really good content. But here's the kind of hidden or looming problem. And this is anecdotal. I'm a little concerned that the advertising window might be closing. I have heard rumors 
not rumors, rumblings from shows that have previously been successful at selling ad spots that are having problems. They're having inventory available that they are unable to sell. So I'm not ready to have a full show about this just yet, a complete episode, because I haven't studied the problem enough, but I've been in the media-based business long enough to know that that's going to happen. There is a certain amount of advertiser fatigue that happens after a certain number of months, or in some cases years, looking at the results going, is this really working like we think it is? I mean, anecdotally... Um, correlatively, correlatively, correlate. We see correlations between the monies we spend on advertising on podcast and the revenues we're seeing. But are they causal? That's one of the bad news about working with companies that give you money to advertise. Is some new person comes along and wants to look deeper at the numbers and goes, "Hmm, maybe all is not what it seems." So those are some holes in the business plan. It's not easy to make great content. So it's, it's very, very hard. It takes a lot of money and time and effort to make great content. Same thing to attract a big audience. And then even if you've done that, will the advertisement dollars flow in? Will your people continue to support you? Can you keep selling the merch? Yes, probably you can. But it just takes time, energy, and effort. Not that I'm discouraging you. Not that I'm discouraging you. I just want you to be realistic when you step foot into this podcasting game, when you really decide to go all in, what's your plan? What's your model? We'll have more discussions about business plans and modeling and making sure that you can keep podcasting going the way that it needs to be. This is what I do for all of my clients. If you would like to have a conversation about podcasting for you, for your business, how to make things better, get in touch with me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. You can go to podcastlaunch.pro to see a list of the services we currently offer our clients. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, 
Here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.